0: Hi guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound with another edition of the Rock Sound Podcast the place where you can listen to all our latest interviews and catch up on a few that you might have missed. And today's guest we've got Mike from The Devil Wears Prada, the brand new EP Z2 or Zombie 2 is out right now. Uh, We talk a little bit about putting that together, obviously it's partially in tribute to that original Zombie EP they released which was such, such a huge success for them. Talk a little bit about that and where that idea came from. A bit about the single, Termination, their live stream plans and also look back on 10 years now of dead throne 10 years coming up absolutely huge moment for the band talk about the memories and any plans they might have to try and celebrate as best they can also a little look to the future what are their live plans will there be a new album to follow soon lots of really interesting stuff there you can go and check out the ep right now it is available everywhere and if you want to see the video of this conversation it is of course as always up on our youtube channel just search for the video call playlist but now here we are talking all things z2 it's mike from the devil wears prada how are you mike i'm fine man thanks for having me yeah, good to see you, man. Good to see you. We'll start this off in the way we've started off every single one of these and, you know, the hundred-odd we've done over the last year, which is say, you know, hope you, your bandmates, your family, your loved ones all staying safe, all staying well during, you know, this very, very odd time that we find ourselves in. And before we get into all the music and all that exciting stuff, just generally, how's it been for you, man? Another one of these bands where you kind of live on the road. This must be nice in a way to have a bit of an extended period at home, right?
1: Yeah, it really is. Uh, we're we're a bunch of old men these days, a bunch of grandpas. So it is nice to uh, to rest up. Um, recently, it's been some of the longest stints I've gone without without yelling, which is weird and crazy. And uh, yeah, it's, it's bizarre how time feels super slow but super fast. It's just a really like a day to day matter. But um, yeah, just resting up and certainly ready to play shows again. But trying to you know uh, keep keep in best mental health and uh, just uh, do what I can. You know, we're all, we're all having to go through this.
0: Yeah, doing what you can. That's the mantra, isn't it? You just got to keep going and keep doing what you can dude. I respect you for that. And uh, it's nice to see that you guys, you know, like many others, managing to stay creative while you're not able to get out on the road. Like you say, this new EP is kind of imminent, really, at the the time of recording. I guess by the time people see this, it will be just about to drop. Um, Tell me a little bit about it, man. A sequel of sorts, I guess. But when did the actual idea for this start to develop? and, And when did these songs come together for you guys?
1: um and i can't recall when when kyle really first started cooking up demos but basically the idea came about with uh zombie turning 10 years old and we wanted to do a, a seven inch do two new songs um but like the pandemic everything kept lengthening so we realized how much time we'd have at home and realized there's no better opportunity to make more than just two songs so um over the course of the summer um and into early fall was uh writing and recording re-recording and getting everything all tidied up mixed and mastered so it's been uh, it's been a while in the making usually i think you know when the world is more ordinary you have a faster turnaround but uh, we weren't really weren't really grinding as fast as we usually would for like a full length so we, we took our time with everything and made sure everything was right visually and of course audibly so um Yeah, it's been it's been uh, probably not quite a year since I started vocals on everything and whatnot, but um, it's been uh, it's been the process.
0: Yeah. Was there a bit of trepidation approaching something like this? Because, like you say, you know, it was it was such a a big moment for you guys, that first EP when, you know, 10 years ago, it's kind of crazy. But when you're approaching something like this. So the original idea like you say couple of tracks, nice little extra thing re-release would have made a lot of sense but this is this is effectively a sequel, or at least you know thematically very much in the same world um how do you approach something like that do you do you view it as a sequel I guess is the is the underlying question
1: I do view it as a sequel, but at the same time it's not hey here's like the way I've kind of described it is it's not the back half of the zombie record right. like it's not to be like if there was track six through 10 of the original zombie, these would be those songs because writing and in band members of this uh, has drastically changed. And even the scope that I wanted to look at the zombie pandemic epidemic, um, I wanted to be different from where uh, zombie one was. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I wasn't reluctant cause I was excited to take this on, but I think the, the sort of obvious point, is that when you do something like this, you're setting yourself up for people to be like, oh, the first one was better. Um, and I'm not, I don't read comments and whatnot, and I, I'm not about to start. So when the the actual thing drops, I'm sure there's going to be people saying that the original was better, the first one was better, but it's not meant to be, you know, the again, that back half of the same thing, or it's not supposed to be the one-up version. It's it's something very different and uh, and intentionally so, so um yeah in terms of trepidation I think that that's about where I was at you know um our our a at Solid State the way he described it was when the new Mad Max movie came out it wasn't meant to be the 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 sequel or like this like it wasn't supposed to be the first one it, it's something totally different but you know within that same thematic world and um I thought that was a really perfect analogy as to what we were trying to do with Zombie 2 as well it's it's um, it's not to say this is the better version or something like that but um here's here's 2010 and here's 2021
0: yeah i guess that's the thing as well you don't want to repeat yourself ever you know even if you're you're living in the same world of you know that you created with that first ep but you don't want to ever feel like you're repeating yourself and it's quite nice it feels like a bit of an expansion on those ideas like you say a sort of sort of left step to the left the mad max analogy is pretty good on you man. it's they it kind of make sense that it's from that same world so do you see yourself i don't know playing more in this kind of area or is this like that's full stop now on on the world of zombie uh
1: yeah i don't know i never i never thought we would write more zombie songs to begin with um when we did the space ep we had a lot of fun with it and i still look back fondly on those songs so doing the thematic bit um feels good for us and it's uh it's a different sort of catharsis versus writing, you know, full length material. It's something that's a creative challenge in a, a very different world. And, uh, it's, it's fun to try to do things that aren't hokey. And I like that challenge and that, that objective to be achieved. So I don't know. Um, you know, obviously no one saw COVID turning into what COVID turned into. And, um, I don't know. I, I, I like, I like doing things outside the box. I don't like just doing a full length, a full length, a full length. And that's why we've done things like covering sour breath by Julian Baker, or doing the South of the city, seven inch. Um, you know, uh, the, there's a, a whole world of different possibilities. And I think rock often gets, uh, gets pegged into a corner as far as you just keep doing the same thing over and over. So, um, I'll see, we'll see where things lead, but, um, Yeah, we're stoked with uh, releasing Z2 and also seeing that the act is still growing amongst amongst listeners too.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we should mention the track that people kind of can hear right now at the time of recording that's just dropped is is Termination. Mm -hmm. And what a lovely reaction that seems to have had. You know, if you could just talk a little bit about how that particular one, I suppose, came to be and, and why you thought it was a good representation to get out there ahead of the full EP. You know, it seems like a really good starting off point for people.
1: Yeah, it's really that. I think something we've always kind of done as far as First Signals and releasing a record is is to put out what I call middle-of-the-road songs, songs that aren't on either end of the spectrum. Um, With the act, we were kind of different because we wanted to release what was most jarring being Please Say No early on. But um, yeah, Termination feels like it is very much middle-of-the-road type song for what is the Z2 release. Um, Forlorn is a song that I'm very... um, Probably, I would probably consider my favorite. So I think that one's coming here shortly. I'm not sure when this video is released, but um, I, I feel really good about Forlorn too. And I think that Termination into Forlorn is uh, a good one-two punch as far as what folks can um, anticipate hearing with the EP. But I think there's some other range in there too. I think um, we have a song on there called Nora that is unlike anything that prod has done before. And certainly not something I would want to introduce the EP with. Um, is again it's more on one side of the spectrum rather than in the middle but um, yeah all in all like I mentioned you know we've been sitting on this for a while and we took our time putting all this together so you know the world is is you know stuck with its feet in cement so it makes it even harder to the anticipation and the excitement to release these songs so um, yeah I'm not a I'm not a comment reader but um, folks seem excited on termination which we're certainly grateful for within the camp
0: Yeah. And like you say, you know, while the world's feet is very much in cement, uh, you've got to figure out things you can do. You know, live streams have kind of become the norm over the last year. And I've I've said this many times in these conversations. But what I just absolutely love is that every single band has been kind of radically different. I haven't really seen any repetition in terms of what people have been trying. They've really tailored it to their own audiences and made it work for them. You guys have got the show coming up around the CP. What can you tell us about it? And I guess what was your approach for it? the approach is
1: more like a live show i think you know some bands really came out screaming being like this is the closest you can get to a live show or trying to give that as far as the lights and doing it depending on what your venue is um we didn't want to do that so much with our first two being more of a studio experience and this one is sort of in the middle the lighting is is much more um like what one would expect from a live show and in fact working with uh quinn who's our lighting director on tour a fair amount of time so um it's got a little bit of that a little bit more spastic rather than doing something black and white and something a little classier i guess you might be able to say but um yeah it's uh it's something you know i i've like anything else as far as what i would have never anticipated i would have never anticipated releasing an entire project live before the actual ep but um you know we pride ourselves on our live show and our performances and we pride ourselves even like the act where most of the rhythms are all recorded live um there's a time and place for doctoring up recordings but um we 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 like to go all over the place so um yeah i'm excited to show to 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 present these songs live off the bat and then uh you know see where things go and what the reaction is with the actual recording itself the ep
0: has there been any of these live stream shows over the last year that you've kind of watched yourself and thought oh that's that's a nice idea or maybe inspired little things here and there or any you've just been kind of impressed with what stood out to you
1: yeah. The only one I've, there has been some that I've missed. Um, <laughs> I know like some of the guys in the band have watched more, more than, than others. Um, and again, like watching our buddies in Silverstein and whatnot, or a data member, which even John our keyboardist was a part of, but um, I haven't watched, I've only watched one, which was the idiot prayer by Nick cave um, at Alexandra or Alexandria palace there. in I think London. Um, which was just Nick performing with the piano, um, but uh, I loved it. It was amazing. Um, anything Nick does, I'm, I'm a huge fan of. So I tuned into that one and I, I certainly appreciated the, the intimacy of just an artist and his piano going over all of these classic songs and songs that have always meant so much to me. But yeah, the, to your question, that's the one that stuck out for me or the one that I, I was keen to tune into.
0: Hey, good choice. Nothing wrong with that, man. And a beautiful venue as well, Ali Pali. We do love it over here. Um, Something else I wanted to kind of mention to you, man, it's a little bit later in the year coming up. But as much as landmarks are landmarks and I I never know how much people want to look back or even mark those moments. It is going to be 10 years since Death Throne, which is still just such a huge moment for the band, such a huge, huge moment. And I just wondered a little bit if you could look back about... I guess, I guess, were there any moments there that felt particularly mad to you? You know, it was one of those moments as a band where suddenly you were on, you're on the bigger stages, getting to do some huge, huge tours and everything. It felt like a moment where a lot of people really discovered you guys for the first time. What are your sort of memories of that time period, really?
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: those were, that
1: was our biggest headlining performance and biggest production we've ever assembled. Um, so that definitely sticks out to me. I, I mean, the thing that it was—it was very um, recognizable and immediate when we were doing the record, and I still automatically just go back to working with Adam D and the fact that. That was our one of two times working with Adam. And I, I can't say enough great things about the dude, both as a person, but also as an engineer and what his footprint is, you know, and our scene and in our world. So I just kind of think of that. You know, we we did um our first three full-length records and the zombie EP all in Indiana with Joey Sturgis, and that was our taking a, a very big step in. I think a very important, t- I think our bands turned the corner in a lot of different ways here and there, but I think that was one of the more monumental ones was working with Adam D in Massachusetts and uh, still audibly. And in, in, in terms of the mix and a record, I think it was, was certainly important to reveal who, what kind of band we wanted to become and what the, where our sights were set. Um, and I, I give a lot of credit to Adam and, um, really felt like the first time really working with a producer in terms of dismantling songs, reworking songs and critiquing songs too. And um, that all goes to Adam. And those are those are my immediate thoughts looking back 10 years later.
0: I mean, you said earlier that this, this new EP was, uh, I guess, originally intended to mark that 10th anniversary of Zombie. Is there anything you're kind of thinking about already in terms of this next Dead Throne anniversary? Is that something you want to mark in... I don't know whether it's new music or whether it's even just a live stream show, whatever it is. Is it something you've discussed yet?
1: We've discussed new music. We're going to get the wheel spinning in those regards. Um, We on the act, we have a song called Chemical that's received some really positive radio play and response here in the States. So um, it's not to say we're trying to rewrite Chemical or just rewrite songs that are Chemical, but um, it's a it's a different world for us and every fan knows that it's never good when a band says they're looking for radio success when they come from the metalcore world as we have but um it's an interesting challenge to us and i think we're going to be spinning the wheels on what the future could look like in terms of both when you hear a song like chemical and then you hear a song like termination so um no point in not writing right now um in terms of Death throne and, and on that like we did want to do a 10-year tour where we were playing the record front to back, but um, I think even without the, the pandemic, the 10-year tours are pretty played out, um, which isn't to say that maybe there is an opportunity to do Dead Throne, you know, 11 years later or something. Um, we'll see what the future looks like, but <laughs> I mean... It, it, it's certainly difficult to make plans right now. You know, when I know what tour we were supposed to be doing in the fall, what tour we we're supposed to do in the summer, what tour we should have just been wrapping up right now, and you know, you just have this year and a half long lapse there. So we'll see what things look like. We'll see if we we are playing shows in the fall. And um, again, it, it's it's too hard to really. Um, After rebooking tours a few times, it's hard to really commit to anything until we really know what, what the future looks like in terms of vaccinations and being able to be in rooms together again.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, whenever those shows do arrive, we know they're going to go absolutely off, man. People are so excited for live music. And I know I can see already just the reactions for this live stream show, if nothing else. People are very, very excited to see you guys back playing live music. So hopefully we'll get you back over here in the UK sooner rather than later. And in the meantime, man, yeah, just take care of yourselves out there. You know, love to you and love to the bandmates and all that. And we'll see you soon, hopefully, when things are safe, all right? Yeah, appreciate
1: it can't wait to be back in the uk um and same to you and your family and uh day at a time but hopefully you know we'll be across the pond i'm i'm i got the band's all vaccinated we're ready to go um, oh
0: that's good there you go that's something yeah, that's something that's, we're getting there
1: that's the positive yeah but uh again thank you so much for having me and my best in the uk
0: Thanks again to Mike for that conversation. And like I said before, if you want to watch the video of it, it's up on the Rock Sound YouTube channel. Just look for our video call playlist. Uh, We will be back very soon with a brand new episode. If you want to listen to all our previous ones, you can click subscribe to the Rock Sound podcast. We are available on Spotify, on Amazon Music, on Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from. So until next time, I've been James Wilson-Taylor and thank you for listening to the Rock Sound podcast.